Saiyajin ya dominan gran parte del universo y ahora dan el primer paso para invadir la Tierra. Por entonces los terrestres no conocían esta situación y vivían en paz. Nadie en la Tierra sabía de la mano siniestra de los Gerinja, ni tampoco del ataque que iba a suceder. Arbegas, el rayo custodio. Muy pronto tu sombra se sentirá. Pues eres justo y veloz con gran valor. Siempre cambias, triplicando tus fuerzas y tú logras compartir el mal. Las va enciende su espada de chamba al demonio del espacio. Protegiendo sin cesar la fe de todo pobre que confía en ti. No te detengas, Arbegas, no, Radio Custodio, Arbegas, sí. Yeah. Really should go on that show, but I, I told you I feel like I invited myself uh, when I met uh, Asha, the host. Well, I mean, it's not like she's having auditions, you know. I mean, no, but I mean I've heard her show, and it's very classy, you know. Really? Yeah, it's a classy show. You should listen to it. It's good. I should. I should. Uh, as are all quality programs on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> because, but, you know, as you know, both of us work for Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> and we do also, we love Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, and on that note, I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes, taxes on... Radio Free Brooklyn. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dig it. <laughs> little macho man in there. First yeah, for a little macho man coming at you. Just for some good measure. Yeah. Folks, this week I just want to start it off on a, a little bit of a gossip tip. Not gossip tip, just more infotainment. Yeah, that's what it's called nowadays. Her. Oh. Hold on. Are you ready? Are oh you done? my god, it's it's work. It's work? Alright. So uh dear listeners, our our dear Pablo is a uh, is a contract tickler. Yeah. And uh I love to I just love to tickle. Yeah, and he it's, just I just wanna bring joy into people's lives. He's hired by people to just go tickle random strangers on on the train, on planes, you know, it's, stepping out it, of automobiles. It makes me, <laughs> it, it, I, it does. I do surprisingly well for someone who just tickles for a living. Well, I mean, you got to carve your own niche, and, yeah. and you did that. My slogan is, "I don't stop until you come." <laughs> well, that's uh, 
disgusting. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Didn't know. Sadly, that was the same slogan for my cat. That's why that kid, my cat is dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I really hope Peter is not listening to this broadcast. Fuck Peter. All right. All right. So you were saying infotainment. I. Yeah, I was saying infotainment. Like, yes, I could even follow that. Anyway, um, uh, I want to talk about a little uh, news article I came across uh, regarding the relationship or friendship between Drake and uh, the young actress from Stranger Things. Uh, what's her name again? Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Thank you. So, apparently, on the red carpet, somebody. Uh, somebody asked her um, about her friendship uh, with Drake, and she was just like, oh, yeah, we're friends. You know, we talk all the time. I love him. And um, somebody asked, you know, well, what do you guys talk about? And she said, oh, boys and stuff. Like, he gives me, you know, relationship advice. And it was like, that's when people started going, okay. Oh, and bother. It's like, well, what else have you guys and she's just oh we actually just texted recently he he texted me how he misses me so much and i texted him that i miss him more oh come on yeah yeah like that, i'm uh, that was my reaction too yeah, whoa okay <laughs> i'm just like why are you looking at it so fondly no no like, yeah i remember my disgust yeah it was just, i'm so disgusted i actually like i'm i'm almost happy but it just crawled up my spine when i read that i was just like how is it that people are not alarmed like i understand that people of different ages can can be friendly there can even be like a, a mentor type relationship however that exchange sort of signify that he might be grooming her Ugh. especially considering some stuff from his recent history that's come up like the the partner that he's with now is 18 years old he is 31 and oh really really is he yeah see this is why i don't li like i've never listened to drake but <laughs> but here's the thing that really gets me is that he admitted to having a crush on his current beau when she was 16 Ew. So it's just like, yeah, it's really, really questionable. And the thing that upsets me even more is that I've, it was a, another uh, uh, Facebook friend who had posted the article and I got into like a bit of exchange with some of the other dudes who were commenting under it saying like, well, you know, maybe he's just looking out for her. Maybe not all men and blah, 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 oh blah, blah. Oh, my God. And yes. all that I, lo I love shit. the not all men group. And I'm just As like. As if we're not mostly garbage. It, it's like she's 14. Yeah. Like there is no, there is no way that that should be like, okay. Like there, it, there's some, if anything, it should give you pause at the very minimum. Tell me more, tell me more. Drake's like girls that are kids. <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. The girl from Stranger Things. <laughs> nice, very nice. <laughs> Man, you. Yeah, take that, Drake. Drake, Drake ain't got shit on you. I know, you, yeah, you know? man. You want rap beef? 
Let's put. I got rap beef. <laughs> Let's put that to a beat. <laughs> oh man! RBT's uh, first diss track. <laughs> Sued on behalf of the owners of Greece. <laughs> um, but I think that you know what that reminds me of: R. Kelly and Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. Um, I mean, but he he did like he married her. He when, married her when she was like fifteen or some shit like that, or uh, like I, I, you know, I don't understand. You know, you know, I, I I can imagine like this makes news in the mainstream media because she's a little white girl, right? Yeah. When uh, that thing with Aaliyah happened, like. I I think I remember the only people that were talking about it was like BET. Yeah. Uh, there were the only people that were making a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Like even now with the whole thing that was that's been coming out about R. Kelly, it's just like, really, you didn't? You guys never saw this coming. <laughs> he married a fifteen-year-old girl. Oh, <laughs> and then she made she titled her album age ain't nothing but a number uh, that killed me inside man Ugh. anyway back to drake drake dude find a, a lady your own age he's a fucking multi-millionaire rapper what is he doing talking to these like the this girl from stranger things that is just like you know i she's but she's probably a really smart you know intelligent um young woman but geez like she's still a young woman she's a young woman like you remember when they when there was a, a model some kind of some british model that hit on the the main kid from stranger things mike uh-huh and he was like gross <laughs> like <laughs> oh shit really <laughs> he was super like adult about it he was like <laughs> I'm a child. Because <laughs> um, she was like, hit me up when you're a little older. And he was like, because I'm a slag. That's what she said. Well, I'm paraphrasing. What the but, heck is a slag? What, what does that mean? I'm I don't slag. know. It's it's British for uh, uh, unkempt uh, women. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rushing your drink, governor. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So... The girl straight from Sussex. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to RBT for all your British <laughs> slur needs. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's um. Uh, yeah, there, there was that British. I I think she was British. She might have been um, like American. Who mm-hmm. knows? Whatever. The point being makes it is, weirder. Yeah. <laughs> Point being is that she hit up Mike, mm-hmm. whose real name is Finn Wolfhard. He's got a porn name. Um, <laughs> and he was like, you know, don't – he more or less said, don't, don't talk to me that way. <laughs> You'll end up on a list. Good for him. Um, Good for him. And, you know, this is uh, – you know – with Millie Bobby Brown, I, I don't think she knows where this uh, Canadian asshole is coming from. I fucking hate Drake. Like I've hated Jesus him Christ. for a long, long, long time. I yes, I yeah. can, I can attest to that. I think it was 
one time we were in the movie theater. I forgot what movie we were seeing, but <laughs> it was that Sprite commercial featuring him. Yeah, face featuring Drake, where he's a robot. He's a he's a Sprite robot. Yeah, yeah. he's a Sprite rapping robot that runs on Sprite. Yes, yeah. but <laughs> he. Uh, uh, so the beat came on, and, you know, I just started bobbing my head a little bit, and you turned to me, and you were like, don't bob your head to Drake. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, like, I, 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 from the get-go, like, I heard his, like, woe is me lyrics, and the whole, like, feel sorry for me, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm such a nice guy. And I'm just like, bullshit, man. <laughs> I know what your deal is. All right. So I guess you don't believe in the hotline bling? No. I hated that video, but I love the memes. Well, Drake's a piece of shit. And I always saw it through his nice guy act. And the hotline bling fucking sucks as his song. And he's Canadian ripping off Jamaican dance hall music. Like, fuck, dude. Come on. Come on. Just sample the Arcade Fire. Or, you know, Alanis Morissette. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Sample uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, just sample him. <laughs> I'm just naming Canadian things. Tim Hortons. Niagara Falls. <laughs> Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Yeah. Wow. Deep cut. All right. Um, deep Canadian cut, eh? Degrassi Junior High. Oh, wait. He was on that. He was called Wheels, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's... He, that's all he should be a boot. That's what he should be a boot. Mm -hmm. Correct. All right. So anyway, yeah, don't talk to 14-year-olds in any sort of close or intimate yeah, fashion. If, it's, if it's you're gross. not related. To, like, I just don't. Anyway. I don't I don't understand. Like, like, I know there's like a, a substantial population of men that like dig the whole like um, little like this kind of nymph type of girl and i'm just i i don't see it like i'm at that age where like i see like um what movie i was i was watching a movie called thoroughbreds and there was this uh girl on it and i was like she's very pretty this this uh, actress and i was like but she's very young mm -hmm. like my the other part of my brain was just like very very young um and my wife looked her up, and it turns out she's 22. But I'm at that age where girls that look too young, mm -hmm. it feels like I feel gross thinking about. Like I, if I see, like when I saw that ep that episode of Stranger Things where uh, Mike's Mike's sister gets with that, you know, the no one understands me guy. Mm -hmm. um, I was I I felt uncomfortable because I was just like these are two kids. And I was like, if I was in my teenage years, I'd be like, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> they're my age and they're getting it on. <laughs> awesome. But now I'm just like, it's gross to look at women that look very, very young. I, I don't get it. I don't get the whole like, um, that happens a lot in anime too, where it's like. Well, anime is a whole different kind of weird schism like all the the girls in the hentai movies and shit they're like 15 16 and i'm just well, like hentai you can't even that that's a whole separate dimension of a pervert that's like a pocket universe where none of the laws of physics apply it's like you don't you don't try to make sense of it 
at all. True. Yeah, we're you're talking right. about. Yeah, I guess you're right. We're talking about tentacles and, and tentacles with dicks at the end and machinery and all kinds yeah. of you know weird stuff you know and legend of the overfiend and such. That huh. anyway, so. Uh, you can you, you can pluck that one up off our list of RVT recommends. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> if you're trying to get initiated into the hardcore shit, <laughs> that's where you start. Legend of the Overfeed. And just spiral downward from yeah. there, you know. Tell us tell them RVT sent you. <laughs> you know, when they slap the cuffs on you. <laughs> I wonder what our Canadian equivalents are like. <laughs> I'd be amazed if we had a Canadian. Raul and Ernie oh, in the Great White North. Roboots versus Tats. Oh, God. Oh, this is the Ro- night for easy jokes. Roboots versus Taxes, eh? With the <laughs> E-H, yeah. you know, at the end. Oh, man. And instead of... <laughs> And instead of them using a um, uh, an elk the way we did, which would most likely be a yeah, yeah. inappropriate, they you know they would use I don't know an eagle, an or, eagle, yeah, a bald eagle, yeah. right? <laughs> you don't make no sense, eh? <laughs> don't you know? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what accent I'm doing. Um, Let's talk about Captain Marvel. Yes, yes, um, Captain Marvel. We've Captain been waiting. Captain Marvel. We've been waiting on this trailer since I, I think since Infinity War. I mean, yeah. No disrespect to Ant Man and the Wasp, but like, oh, full disrespect to Ant Man and the Wasp. But that movie sucked. Uh, no, it didn't. It did, no, man. It didn't. I it hated was, that movie. It was a fun tryst that helped to uh, move the summer along. Yes, and we'll play a major role. I was agreeing for you because I knew that you wouldn't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know me too well. (laughs) Ah, jeez. But uh, but yes, Captain Marvel. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, like last week when um, Brie Larson, is that her name? Brie Larson, yeah. Brie Larson. She when she was just like, we're going to break the Internet with what we're going to release. And it was just a picture of her on the on the cover of like Entertainment like, Weekly. Yeah, like, this is exactly what all the fan art looks like. It's like, all right. It's like, great. You did it. You broke the. The one view per picture yeah. barrier broke the Internet of like 1994. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If that picture suddenly appeared in 1994, it would have broken the internet because there was one server. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, when when that picture came out, I was just like, oh, great. Good. Mm. All right. So the trailer came out and I was actually I was actually kind of moved. Yes. Yeah. I got Um, chills. There was a moment where um, it she, somebody says something in the. I think it's Sam Jackson who says something in the voiceover, where he's like, um, something like "You've faced adversity, right?" And it just shows her getting knocked down repeatedly throughout her life. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "That's right, Carol. You get up. You do your thing. You're a phoenix." <laughs> 
<sighs> and then she punched an old lady, and then the internet lost their its collective <laughs> mind. It's just it's, it was the lead up to it. It's like in in epic letters. It's like discover yeah. what makes her a hero. a hero, and then it sort of morphed from her into hero. Yeah, you know, and then she just decked this old lady right in her she fucking just mouth. Rock the shit out of this <laughs> septuagenarian. Yeah. It's like and the, the, the the fucked up thing is like the, this old lady was looking up at her with that old lady smile yeah, like, like hi there you want to check for five dollars <laughs> get the fuck out of here it's like god damn it's like <laughs> must have been the most awkward bus ride after know, that right? you know people just like oh shit you know uh, but you said something funny on um when we were doing our little texty text about well, it she. she <laughs> I, you'll have to, if, if I'm jumping on the wrong thing, you'll have to remind me. But um, a friend of the show, Jamie, um, mm-hmm. he he was just like, oh, you know, it's, well, I'm not going to do him because okay, you, do, yeah, yeah. you do a far better Jamie. Okay. But he was saying um, it was probably a, a granny scroll, you know, since that, yes. since that is a, 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 a plot point for this movie. And I said, you know what? I hope it's not. <laughs> I hope... <laughs> I hope that the ultimate twist of this movie is that Captain Marvel is just a savage asshole. Yeah. Like, oh my god, <laughs> she's just, she's just a dick. <laughs> I t- I thought about that and I was just like, wouldn't it be f- like, wouldn't it be funny if like they built up this this uh, this Captain Marvel, this superhero for years? <laughs> Marvel has been building her up because they're just like. You know, everybody was just like, when are you going to come out with your first female superhero, right? And then Marvel comes out, and it's like, you know, it's it's uh, Carol Danvers punching the shit out of a fucking elderly lady on the bus, somebody's grandma. And um, and I thought it was like, well, what if, Mar- what if Marvel just lost, got mad with its own power? And we're just like, they'll watch anything. And so uh, Captain Marvel, like in the first five minutes of the movie, she falls in a blockbuster, gets on the bus and just has a psychotic break and just starts beating the fuck out of this old lady. Right. And until like and like using her powers and everything, you're just like everybody in the theater is like visibly uncomfortable. It's like, hey, we came here for a superhero movie. What the hell? And it's just like, hey, like the side of the bus is just red. Oh, oh the windows are it's just. Like, oh, oh like man. Everybody's running out of the bus, like puking. <laughs> just, and just like you just cut hard cut to like fucking Carol Danvers's face. And it's just spraying blood on her face over and over. Oh, and it's like. um, And then like 20 minutes later, after she's like super tired from punching, she just gets off the bus and it's like. The credits come up to like that, <laughs> that Pulp Fiction song, like ha, That would be the best, the best movie of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's just it's twenty minutes long. It's only Captain Marvel beating the shit out of an old lady, beating her to to pulp. bloody pulp. Oh man! Like there's nothing left. And, and and that's why we don't see her through the rest of the MCU because she's been 
arrested by the uh, the Nova Corps. Let's yeah, say. let's say the Nova Corps. <laughs> it's just like, like Jesus Christ, this lady lost her mind. <laughs> just got to put her away. Yeah. You know? Oh man. <laughs> and then it just like cuts to Kang the con- the Conqueror being like, "Yes, my plan is complete. <laughs> I killed that one old lady." <laughs> And then he disappears. Yeah, and then he disappears. That's it. And people are like, what? Who was that? <laughs> and all the comic book nerds would be like, actually, we can't get career. Shut up, Billy. <laughs> and your fucking Marvel knowledge. Oh, God. But no, but seriously, though, <laughs> the, the trailer. <laughs> 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 the trailer had so many epic moments. That's it. <laughs> but who was this, who was the fucking who was the idiot that was just like in marketing who was just like, "Hey, let's include this shot where she punches out a grandma like completely out of context." Everybody's like, "Yo, what the fuck, dude? What is this movie about?" I mean, when you think about 90s movies, let's say like 80s going into 90s movies there there were some moments that just decided to be politically incorrect like in this day and age you wouldn't see many movies with old ladies getting punched in the face right no no but back in the 90s you know back when we were still reverberating from like our total recalls and our robocops or what have you when anything just went, you know, it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we just need violence for a good solid 10 minutes, then some more story and then violence, yeah. you know? So yeah, <laughs> they just throw the script back at the writers. Look, you all graduated from Harvard writing school. Yes, we get it. And this is a brilliant <laughs> script, but violence, get that guy from Vassar in here, you know? So, um, like, I was watching, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because I was watching Total Recall the other day mm-hmm. and I forgot how fucking violent that movie is. Like, there's, like, when Arnold shoots people in that movie, it's just like, it's, like guys, there's blood just coming out of people. And oh, it's, it's just great. Falling. <laughs> Every, I was like, who is going to clean all this up? And yeah. the, the, th- the part that got me the most out of Total Recall is when he was breaking out of uh, the recall center. He was literally breaking out of the machine. He pulled one arm out and it still had like a, a jagged spike on the end of like the wrist restraint. And then he stabbed one of the scientists in the neck with it and he pulled it out and the scientist just sort of falls away, clutching his neck. But you could see the hole yes. that it left behind. And Aww. it almost looked like all the skin was trying to contract into that hole. It's just it's just like, I'm dying yeah. horribly, you know. Oh my God. So that was that was the eighties. Yeah, that was the those were the eighties, man. And I feel like the trailer is trying to establish like, look, there are gonna be some moments in this film that are gonna remind you of the eighties and nineties because that's what we're going for. I mean, opening shot. Oh my god. After the explosion in space, she lands. Yeah. In a blockbuster. Yeah. To which I rolled my eyes really hard. That's when the mo- the the trailer nearly lost me. Really? Yeah, because it was just like it's like it sometimes when movie trailers or movies themselves just hit you over the head with something mm-hmm. it, it for I have a very kind of like ugh, kind of reaction you know 
I thought it was actually a really good move because they need uh, to to people like us, you know, industry insiders. Yes, uh, we know <laughs> that this movie takes place in the '90s, but to your average Joe, yeah. you know, uh, they're they're going to be like, oh, you know, MCU new character, blah 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 blah. Yeah. But we, they need to establish strongly like okay this is a different time period so first we're gonna hit you with blockbuster and then a young samuel l yes you know who has two eyes yes two eyes instead of one and hair and a little bit of hair yeah um yeah i mean as industry insiders you know who <laughs> we rub elbows with the palms of our hands for warmth yes. because it gets really cold because our heating usually conks out during the winter. Um, I like. Uh, I think that when shit like like shit announces that it's of a certain time period and it's very obvious about it, I can't like not roll my eyes back in it back into my head. It's like blockbuster video. This movie is set. In the 90s! At least they didn't, like, pull out a 90s track and, ma and make that the, the trailer music. Like, it's not like they bust out, like, uh, you can't touch this or something oh, like yeah. that. You know, which will probably be in the movie since, yeah. uh, from what I understand, Agent Coulson, oh, God, whom yeah. we also saw in the trailer. I'm so glad to see him back on the big screen in some shape or form. Yeah. Um, it turns out that he is a really big MC Hammer fan in this movie. Of course he is. So that's going to be... He's just an embarrassment. <laughs> I, I, I love Coulson, but he's so... Like, every time he's just him. like... He goes hard for his, you know? It's like, <laughs> he does, he does. He was very creepy with, you know, Captain America. He's like, I used to watch you sleep. He's like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, like, I didn't, uh, I didn't watch you sleep. I mean, <laughs> I sucked your dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Call it my ice pop. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's just like, just put oh. me back in the ice. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's The Avengers. <laughs> uh, and that's why they'll never have me direct a movie. That would be great <laughs> if, like, during the first Avengers movie, like, it's an ensemble cast and every other scene, Captain America, they're trying to ask him a question. He's like, I'm not gay. It's like, easy. I, uh, I say, what are we going to do about these Chitari? Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Thor, you, uh, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. all smash. And then it, the whole thing is like the the first Avengers is just like an exploration into Captain America's sexuality. Like, <laughs> am I? Is this what's happening to me? You know, and Tony Stark's like sexuality's a spectrum. <laughs> That's and then, true. And then it's just like credits. Ha! It's twenty minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> We could fit the entirety of the MCU so far into an eight-hour box set. It'll be great. Yes, it'll be amazing. You'll get caught up. As a matter of fact, we could you could screen everything right before uh, Avengers Four. It's yeah. like it's like everybody just come for like an afternoon, and uh, in the evening, new movie. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. It will will blow people's minds because. People walk out of there and be like, I was expecting to see superheroes, but it was a really in-depth exploration on sexuality, race, and gender. <laughs> like, where do we go from here? And it's just like, it just hard cuts to Captain Marvel 
punching the <laughs> bloody stump of a woman on a bus. And they're just like, all right, you went too far. <laughs> Give us back our money. Oh, boy. But we already spent it on drugs. <laughs> Don't take away our drugs. So after Samuel L. shows up in right. the trailer, <laughs> you can tell he's sort of going to be like the the mentor type figure in a certain way because, you know, she's just come to Earth. Uh, though we get like a single shot of um, of Marvel played by Marv Albert. Yes. <laughs> um, no, Jude Law. What Jude a, Law. Yeah. Jude Law. What a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Now I'm talking about Marv Albert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, that's a deep cut. Oh, and man. And a sports reference. Double, double punch. I like to bite women against their will. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we see... Carol Danvers uh, struggle throughout the years it's and it's going to take us three hours to get yes, through this apparently <laughs> come back next episode where we'll tackle the second half of the trailer um, so we see it through various phases of her life it seems like she doesn't remember it all of it though uh, from her dialogue so yes so there, there's something that about that that's going to play into why we haven't seen her in the MCU in the current day from Iron Man on um, so that's, that's, that's going to be kind of interesting. One thing I kind of like geeked out about though, how she had, there was a shot where she had the helmet, oh, uh, the classic, like the classic Mohawk helmet. Yes. I was like, Oh, that looks and so it cool. Looked good. It looks so cool. Oh my God, dude. That was the moment where I was like, yes, I am totally into this <laughs> noise. <laughs> um, just like that. And, uh, no, I was in a church, but uh, <laughs> Jesus. but it was that that was such a great moment for me, and um, and just like the fact that like her like it just shows her like has so much energy, it's coming out of her eyes. Yeah. I'm just like that's amazing. I can't wait to see this fucking movie. I just want to see her lay somebody. I mean, you know she's gonna rock somebody's shit, man. Well, you saw that fucking uh, what's his name. Ronan the Accuser is yes. in uh, is in this, which I'm just like, hey, look at what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, which is good because they he, he was kind of like um, used in a very thin way in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So it'd be nice to get some background on him, seeing seeing him in action again. Sorry, it's been a long day. <laughs> Yeah, I yawn into the mic. All right, motherfuck. That's one of our signatures. All right, <laughs> we gotta edit that out of the show. Okay. Uh, look, I'm, at least I'm not chewing in the in the listeners' ears anymore. Okay. Yeah, it's true. That's right. We have come a long way, baby. Yeah. Well, I mean, you keep the potato chips off the table anyway. That's so, true. Because I would still do that shit now. <sighs> motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all the energy pouring out of her. Uh, oh, yeah, and um, um, yeah, just seeing old characters like what's his name. Um, uh, Dijimen. Jaimin Hansu. Jaimin Heisu. Jaimin Heisu. Sorry. I kept calling him Digimon. Um, <laughs> Jaimin Hansu. Digimon. Seeing him appear again. I, That's fucked up. <laughs> I can't pronounce everything correctly. Okay. I'm just a man. 
I'm just a man. So. Oh, man, that's so great. <laughs> it's going to be good to see, like, how he transitions from being part of, you know, Space Force. Oh, what's the official name of the it's team? It's Star Force. Star but Force. I mean, like, it might the, as well. The, the comparisons are going to be there. Yeah. Star Force. Star Force. Star Force. But um, yeah, so I, I, I'm hoping they give him a little bit of a more uh, interesting background because you know he's such a he's such a good actor. I, I just want to see him featured in a in a cool way. You know. Okay. Yeah. I mean. I I don't know I I really like that actor, mm-hmm. uh, Jaimin Hansu. He's, um, what are you, you trying to get me to eat those fries? No. Okay. <laughs> it's not gonna work. You can't just shake, you know, the container for fries at me and don't think I'm just not gonna hit the handful <laughs> of it. Just, oh God! <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> I wish we were Facebook living this episode. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so I would get more motivation to like, you know, jump onto that exercise bike tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Right. So, so yeah. where was I? Yes. Um, yeah, I, I thought uh, Koraf the Pursuer was... Um, I thought he was such an interesting looking character mm-hmm. and I really didn't want him to go out the way that he did. Yeah. I really actually wanted him to join the Guardians of the Galaxy. For real. Um but yeah, I guess we'll get our chance because he's in Star Force. Yeah, Star. Star Force. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I can't I can't I can't not think of Shatner saying that. Star Force. <laughs> um, so I'm wondering if um, I, and I'm jumping ahead because, I mean, the movie hasn't even come out yet, though it does come out in March. If Carol Danvers, beca- we obviously don't see her because she is uh, probably off-world somewhere. Yes. Um, so is her, Is I assume, well, she's going to look the same once she appears in Avengers 4, but is her youth because of her powers or does she get st- uh, stuck in some sort of like some time warp. I mean, I keep thinking that she died. That's a really interesting theory Um, that, uh, she, she died after facing, um, all, I mean, you're going to think that I'm kind of crazy, but I think Gamora killed her. Uh, I think Gamora and Cull Obsidian killed her and, uh, took her like Cull Obsidian took her sash and is, that's why he's wearing it in infinity war. Um, but she isn't even wearing a sash in the trailer. Not that we know of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just blew your fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, but yeah. Hey, um, Marvel Marvel has taken the road of like fucking with us in, in the trailers. It's just like, have. oh, you thought we were showing you? <laughs> Movie's different, you know? <laughs> now Captain Marvel's being played by Angela Bassett, oh you my, know? Oh, <laughs> dude. Oh, I don't say shit like that. Sorry, sorry. I saw somebody d- did an artist's rendition on Instagram. Somebody did an artist's rendition rendition of uh, boop, rendition of. Uh, um, See, it's not it's not fun when no, it's not. <laughs> so imagine having somebody like kick you in the anus Look, when, <laughs> when you're making a mistake. 
Just let me get through this word, okay? All right. Just let me, I can do it. I can do it. Redition. Ah, I did it. So. <laughs> you should edit in the kids. Yes, going. I think I'm, I think I will. Um, but of a, of a, an African-American Wonder Woman. Mm. And it looked amazing. And, you know, it, it kind of, like, I, I, I think that superhero comic books and characters are, are really going through this kind of, like, transition where, like, the SJWs are taking over and, you know, <laughs> changing all the races of the characters. Yeah. But I'm just like, I think it's time for, like, um, s- some characters to die and hand over the mantle to a different character. For sure. Um, like, they did it so well with Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. And they should actually start creating different characters of people of color because so far i mean like in a lot of these movies we you know as much as uh, it's great to see iron man i would like to see a person of color take his place mm, for sure for sure we so. definitely need to get riri on the screen yeah but i for me um i definitely want to see more of that trend but for me i i'm even willing to go as far as actually just uh, changing the ethnicity of some superheroes, at yeah, least that's fine. at least for a while. Like when the when the rumors that Henry Cavill was uh, let go from Warner Brothers, and they were looking at uh, Michael B. Jordan to take over the role, um, there was a lot of debate online. People were just like, "Oh, well, you know, if he plays Val Zod, you know, that would be really cool because that is the Black Superman from Earth Two and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "All right, that's cool," but like. I wouldn't mind him playing Clark Kent and them redoing the story from the beginning. I mean, first of all, yeah, D- DC, DC, you know, it's not like they've really built a universe at this point. No, but it's <laughs> crumbling around them. But yeah, like, um, I forget where I saw this article. Um, I just saw the headline. I think it was Afropunk or Woke Folks. Mm-hmm. I think it was Afropunk, where it was just like, why Superman should be black. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it would make a lot of sense if he was yeah like it would just make for a more compelling story just like you know he's in not only is he an alien from another planet but because of uh the color of his skin like nobody like people are just like they mistreat him and he gets to see the real awful side of america and he develops a sense of justice from yep, that hell like, oh my god yes oh my god you just hit it right on the head <sighs> dude somebody call pablo right now hire him get him to write this fucking script because that would be the superman that's the superman that we need <laughs> they're just like yeah, yes absolutely that i and, and i've been having uh, arguments I always have arguments with people online, but I've been having this argument with people online. They're just like, well, no, they shouldn't change him because, you know, Superman's always been white. And I'm just like, true. But remember, he was created during a time in comic book history when people of color weren't featured at all. Anywhere. At all. And if they were, they were usually just caricatures, stereotypically, usually racist of what the actual ethnicities were. So, like, don't try to lean on it like it's been tradition because it was it, it was born of exclusion yeah if anything else and second of all tell me what is it about clark kent's slash superman's whiteness that is integral to his story because he just he was he fell to earth looking like a white guy got picked up by two white farmers yeah. in middle america like 
could you could you get any more privileged? Like, no, they weren't rich, but they were privileged. He was an alien that fell from space. <laughs> and because he looked white, he was able to blend in. Yeah. Like, th- meanwhile, there are black people born on the planet and can't blend in. It's yeah. like, it's, it's incredible. I think, uh, piggybacking on your idea, if a black Superman were to follow Earth and become uh, the child of two African-American sharecroppers, which have, which have, which was a very common um, occupation for African-Americans at that time, and then have them come up during the time when, like, the New Deal was started, but people of color weren't allowed to take, oh my God. weren't to take notice. Just piggybacking on, like, but still develops a sense of justice and protects the planet. Like, people be like, that's a real fucking Superman. Yeah, he's a Superman. Oh my God. Dude, I would, I would maybe, fucking love that. Maybe he has a stint with the Black Panthers. I don't know. Oh my God, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> fucking marches with Cesar Chavez. I'm oh, just like, oh, oh shit. Superman, I believe. I believe a man could fly. You know? Oh my God. Getting it. Oh man, that could uh, lend into his whole like developing his sense of justice. Because growing up, he's probably like angry, especially yeah. seeing what's happening to like him and people who look like him. But, you know, because of some tragic event, he ends up traveling around the world, helping in different revolutions and like seeing how good people eventually become dictators. And he's like, no, I don't want to be like that. I want to like really actually help people. Oh, yeah, I know. uh, This is all copywritten. RBT. RBT So so don't Um, don't steal. (laughs) (laughs) Don't steal. (laughs) By the way, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancivo. And together we are Robots Robots versus versus Texas on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm loving these concepts. Yeah, I know. Me too. I want to see this in print, on screen, in Lego form. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Lego form and up and taking it to the next level. I dig it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Very nice macho, man. I know. How's your working on it? How's your Amy Goodman coming along? Oh man, it's still like I'm. I'm still like, I can't class it up that that hard. No. No, I can't be that classy. Give it. It's a impossible. Shot. I'm. Ugh. Boop. I. Uh, I'm Amy Goodman. No, I can't do it. I'm garbage. <laughs> that actually wasn't that bad. I don't know. We'll let the listeners decide. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Call in. What number you ask? We have reasons. <laughs> Oh man, you know, uh, instead of instead of talking about stuff I have read, I want to talk about stuff that I will read. I'm really interested in catching up on the story of the return of Wolverine. Not me too. Me I too. Mean, I think um, I saw the first few panels of how he was actually like brought back, which was kind of wild and dangerous. Really, really. Really? Have you seen? No, no, no. I have, don't spoil anything for me. Okay. All I know is that he comes back with heat claws, and I'm just like, yeah. really? Yeah. Heat claws. Like you know, the adamantium wasn't dangerous enough, but yeah, I know, right? <laughs> hopefully, it'll it'll have, there. There'll be a reason, and it's not just you know, eh, give him heat claws. Yeah. yeah, let's give him heat claws. That way, he can heat up, you know, shish kebab really. Yeah, exactly. Quickly. You know, like, come on, guys, let's get it together here. Be <laughs> serious. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't adamantium melt in in certain types of heat? Mm, not that I know of. I you can only melt it um, once, right? Once, like in its raw form, right? 
and then once it hardens, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. So it's, it's done. Like it's that set. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So which may like uh, like all the all the cover art for for the Wolverine like escaping, finally coming out of the his adamantine Michelle is just of uh, him, just like like it's like an orange peel around him, you know. Mm. So. Oh. But that's kind of misleading, though. It is. Yeah. Uh, hold just on just gonna a second. Pause yeah. For a second. Oops. Yeah, we're gonna take a break. And we're back. And we're back. Welcome back to the top forty. Oh yeah. Number thirty-five. We were talking about uh, Wolverine and his heat claws. Yes. Yes. So I, I still want to do the radio voice and just be like, and now Nickelback with I got an arrow in my balls. <laughs> you you went hard on Nickelback last week, like. <laughs> You've already got several groups ready to come after yeah, you because of this show. Arthur C. Clarke. It's just like a weird mishmash of people from across the the artistic spectrum who are just coming for my blood. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that's that's the that's definitely the book I want to get into. How about you? Any, any um, stuff? I'm, I'm reading Infinity Wars because I feel like Marvel has run out of ideas. Oh, shit. Um, wars? Yeah. Hmm. Multiple Infinity Wars. So it's a new one, huh? Yeah, it's a new one. Um, so that's, it's kind of interesting. It's it's a little... It's cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Right. Uh, and then... Um, I know uh, I'm reading Tony Stark Iron Man, oh, obviously. I got to catch up on that one. Yeah. The Return. Um, it's pretty good. Um, and uh, I'm, g- I'm definitely going to pick up the new Riri Williams uh, Ironheart book because she gets a new armor and it looks pretty, it looks very Power Rangers. So I'm kind of interested in, in, in checking that out. Was it the one that you showed me with like the roundish head? Um, it, she no lo- she's no longer covering her face. Since she has a, it's like kind of like a spacesuit. Oh shit! Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. So I'll see. I'll see where that goes. Um, other than that, I'm not reading any particular titles. You know, I gave up on The Walking Dead a long time ago oh, because shit. I was, uh, you know, the the book was getting to be like the show, which is just like nonstop misery, man. <laughs> I'm just like I just can't. Life is too miserable on its own. What about that Watchmen follow up? I'm out in like I, I missed an issue so, and that issue keeps getting sold out. So damn, I'm just trying to trying to get that before it uh, keeps moving ahead. <sighs> yeah, you're right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mini explosion. Very cool. Um, so obviously we didn't see the predator. Oh God, I was. I was so miserable this weekend and so full of anxiety, as as you remember from my texting you, right. that I almost actually went and went to see that to movie. To see The Predator? Yeah. I and heard I, it's just absolutely garbage. And I thought to myself, no, no, there's, You're better than that. there's a way out, you know, so. <laughs> just watch Upgrade again. That movie fucking rocks. Oh, you know what? I should do that. It's yes. such schlocky goodness. Oh, it's so good. That first, uh, <laughs> let's say that first improvised smile that dude did what do you mean the improvised smile um at the end of that first fight oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh you want to know how i got these scars oh <laughs> man that's brutal so that that's our movie pick of the week upgrade yes you will not regret it, especially if you're into violent schlocky fair yeah um yeah halloween's coming up you got any movies that you're like thinking about checking out? 
Oh God, I just want to see something horrible. Um, actually, I want to see something really scary. I haven't seen something that I consider like really haunting. You saw Hereditary. So, like I was saying. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Don't get me wrong. It had some really spooky moments, yeah. like in the theater, and I enjoyed it. But I'm talking about something that, like, just fucks me up a little. What you know? movie did that for you? Because um, I saw. I mean, we supposed saw the the first Conjuring together. Yeah. That. And, um, I think that movie still fucked you up because, uh, like, a little bit. Like, you can't, I, you can't say the t- you can't say the title of that movie without like shaking your leg. <laughs> <laughs> surround like my pants soak with pee <laughs> um no i i i started getting better with it i've even almost started thinking about watching the second one wow but then i saw hereditary and i was just like nope i'm good i'm good come on man we can watch it like during the day with the lights on you know it was it was too particular <laughs> you mean you mean i can watch it with with um, Brian Gumble, my teddy bear. <laughs> That's what I need, my teddy bear. All right. No judgments. <sighs> Don't judge me. Judgment. Damn it. So, um, there's a movie called Mandy that I really want to check out, starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. Caging it up. All right. I really want to check that out. Yes. Is um, it in theaters or? Yeah, it's gonna be in theaters. I'm gonna like hopefully we'll uh, check it out at the Alamo Draft House. All right. Um, so everybody, if you wanna like uh, reach out to us, ask us any questions, and we'll address it on the show. Uh, like uh, send a message out to uh, us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Yes. And we're at Robots versus Taxes. Uh, so yeah, from. That's my way of saying, like, we should cap it. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, once. Oh, wait. A- should we cap it? You've already. You yeah. Know, know. <laughs> you've already torn open the condom wrapper. Oh, jeez. We have, like. It's 56. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine? It's fine. All right. We have to. You have to edit out a little bit, so. Yeah, no worries. All right. So from both of us here, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. And you, um, you try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week!
Take my brother's not a decision, try to make some ends meet. First destination, Texas, and it's just like that. Making moves with my brothers, and there's no turning back. We got 36 grams on the scale right now. Getting ready with my brothers, time to break this shit down. I'm not about killing my people, but you know how it go. Work with me, not against me, and we'll make mad dope. With my co-defender, that when I break down, look back. Hold me back and give me love, and now I'm giving it back. A unique sound from the street, and it's just so sweet. My living proof life story, let me break it in peace. Yo, I rock on the block with the real hip-hop. As you start to clock and jock. Yo, I'm coming off with mad rage. 18 and hitting the real stage. But don't worry about me, cause I'm making it. And if I can't have it, then I'm taking it. That's how it is, cause I'm living trife. Where's my knife? Take a chance with your life. Rappers decapitate and disintegrate. You I will mutilate when I penetrate. Go for the one when I say raid. A hitman for hire and I wanna get paid. Cause bullets are sprayed and anybody is laid. More money is made and that's a family trade. See, I make moves and tell what's the truth. That's why I'm here to be living proof. Leave it up to me while I be living proof. Life passes shorty, slippery, so woke. See, I can walk around the ghetto, stand in peace and at ease. Get my ghetto crowd 